We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I like Mañana viernes, ma sábado y domingo estaré atendiendo.
Hello, hello, and uh, welcome to another episode of Black Shirt Mixtape, live on Electromagnetic Radio. My name is Jesse, and uh, I will be your host on this sonic journey for the next two hours. Welcome. Um, so tonight's episode, every once in a while, I'll do like, um, I'll focus on a band, right? So uh, primarily this show, it, hence the name, it, it's a mixtape, right? So uh, sometimes they have a theme, sometimes they don't. They're just a bunch of, you know, a grab bag of tracks that I'm listening to that I want to share with you guys around the world. Um, tonight is going to be an all Foo Fighters episode. Um, and I actually had, I've had, I had this one in the can for a while and I was just, um, you know, kind of waiting for the right time. And then, um, you know, unfortunately, um, about a month ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the music community, uh, suffered a really big loss. Um, as most of you know, uh, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, uh, passed away while they were on tour in South America. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've lived through a lot of, um, you know, musical heroes, you know, dying, obviously I'm old enough to have lived through Kurt Cobain, um, Lane Staley, Chris Cornell. I mean, just a lot of really great musicians, but this was one that we really didn't see coming. I, I mean, at least I didn't, I, you know, um, we're a big, um, we're big Foo Fighters fans in our house. Um, we've actually, actually, uh, we saw them four years ago today uh, here in Dallas, Texas for the Concrete and Gold Tour. Um, actually popped up. It's really the only cool thing I like about Facebook is that it pops up those memories. Um, and I'm really glad that we got to see them live. They were amazing. Taylor was amazing. But um, I think uh, a lot of people I know are still kind of reeling, um, you know, from this loss. It was, it was just devastating. And um, I think part of me just feels awful for Dave Grohl. Um, you know, he had to live through losing Kurt. And now he's had to live through, you know, losing arguably his his closest ally, right? If you go, if you go through... Um, and look through interviews um, online, YouTube or, or whatnot, you'll see uh, you'll see the chemistry, you'll hear the way they talk about each other. Anyway, um, I wanted to pay, so I've, I felt like it was fitting tonight that, that we do that. So um, uh, it's going to be, uh, as, as DJ Bill Tucky mentioned before, it's going to be some deep cuts, uh, live tracks, a couple of remixes. Uh, I'm going to try and stay away from the hits, right? I'm not going to be playing Everlong or My Hero or Best of You or any of that. Um, you, you could listen to that anytime. These are some, I'm going to play some tracks that I really dig. Um, um, I mean, I, gosh, what a great band, right? What a great story uh, for Dave Grohl. Um, so if you caught the opening song, that was not Foo Fighters. However, it's my attempt at being cheeky. Uh, that's a track by a group called Waves uh, out of San Diego. I love those guys. And that was a track called I Want to Meet Dave Grohl uh, that came out a couple of years ago. I love it. And I felt like that's how I'm going to kick off the show. Um, and now, uh, so let, let's, let's get this Foo Fighters, this, this, let's show the Foo Fighters some love right now. Um, I, I know it's, it was a tough listen to put this together. I know my wife is a huge fan and usually she'll listen in on the show, but tonight she was like, I just can't. And I get it. Yeah, it's still pretty raw. Um, but I'm going to play a track off of um, an EP that they put out at the end of the Concrete and Gold. Actually, it was a Concrete and Gold or the Sonic Highways somewhere around that time when they were touring. Uh, they stopped in Austin. Uh, they hold up at a place, a hotel called St. Cecilia. 
and they recorded like an EP that they wanted to give away free to fans. Um, and it's great. It's is a straightforward rock, you know, nothing fancy. Um, but I love the title track. Uh, it's just a great rootsy rock uh, track by the Foo Fighters. And I just learned recently that um, providing backing vocals uh, was uh, none other than Ben Queller. Uh, ben Queller is an Australian singer. He's fantastic. Uh, you should definitely check him out. Um, but we're going to kick things off uh, with uh, St. Cecilia off the uh, St. Cecilia EP. This is Blackshirt Mixtape live on electromagnet- Electromagnetic Radio. There ain't no secrets anymore My name's been hanging on the hook outside your door Just an old
That is amazing. So that was a track called Low off of One by One. Um, I was going to open up the show with that, but I felt like I didn't feel like pummeling everybody the minute they they uh, they uh, joined joined the show. Uh, so I felt like that was a better way just to kind of kick off things after opening with St. Cecilia. Um, so as I mentioned before, we are doing an all Foo Fighters episode. Um, I, you know what? One by One is not my favorite Foo Fighters record, right? Um, th- this was the album that now there's a great documentary that came out a couple years ago um, called Back and Forth, which really is, you know, the chronicling of the band, right? So picks up where Nirvana um, after Kurt dies. You know, we all know the story, uh, how Dave went into recording studio and and did the first Foo Fighters record, put a band together, toured it, drama, 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 all that good stuff. Um, But, um, you know, in in the documentary, right before One by One was was done, this was when the band almost split up, right? Um, They were, Dave was burnt out creatively, uh, I think, with the band. He went on tour with Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, He's played drums on a couple of their albums and then toured with them for Songs for the Deaf. And, um, you know, Taylor was pissed at him. I guess they were just not speaking and, um, they, they were contractually obligated to play at Coachella and, um, they went on and it, and played and it was magical. And, uh, they went back in the studio and did uh, one by one. It was a huge hit. The album was a huge hit, but as as I mentioned, it's not my favorite record. I'm more of, um, and what you're going to hear tonight is more of the softer, uh, more mellow melodic side of, um, of Foo Fighters. A lot of people forget that Dave, first of all, he's, he's a really great songwriter. Uh, he was a great harmonizer in Nirvana, right? He did all the backing vocals, all the high parts. Um, and he actually has a really great voice. Um, I mean, it's, it's shot to shit by now, I'm sure with all the screaming. Um, that was really my only, I think my, my critique of when I saw them, he just was, first of all, he was hammered um, because here, here in Dallas around this time of year, the weather's just wonky and, um, it rains and then it's sunny and then we have a tornado come through and <laughs> it's just, you know, is what it is. There's a saying here in the, in the South, um, if you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes. Um, and I, I think text, I mean, we're, we're the South, but, uh, DJ Bill Tucky, uh, before was, um, he was, uh, saying that I lived in the heartland. I, I don't know if I would call it the heartland. I don't know what Texas is. Texas is weird. I'm from California. Well, I'm from California. I've been here 16 years, 17 years. Holy shit. 17 years this year. So um, I kind of, uh, I still don't really know what to make of the state. I love it though. There's a lot of great things about it, but I don't know if it's the heartland. DJ Bill, we'll have to, we'll have to hash that out someday over a, uh, over some food or something. Um, so let's get back into the music. Uh, so, um, we played low and now we're going to play, uh, a track off of one of my favorite Foo Fighter records, uh, Wasting Light. And this is how that documentary back and forth ended, right? It was, um, them in the studio, uh, Dave Grohl's house. Uh, he bought the Neve soundboard and they recorded it with Butch Vig, uh, straight to tape, which is really fucking hard. Um, no pro tools, no editing, none of that shit. Um, and really turned out like a really late career gem, um, uh, just a fantastic record. And, uh, this is one of my favorite tracks off it. It's called rope.
that is some, that's the throat shredding I was talking about. <clears throat> and that was back on their second record, um, The Color and the Shape. That was a track called Enough Space. Um, I love listening to, so before that, it was a, uh, Alone plus Easy Target off of their debut self-titled album. And I love listening um, to that and, and having it go straight into Enough Space because it's like the contrast between production quality from the first record to the second record I mean, it's like, what the hell? Like, so much different. Like, they had Gil Norton come in and produce um, The Color and the Shape, which was, uh, Gil Norton was um, legendary at that time for being the the Pixies producer. <clears throat> and he's done some phenomenal stuff. Um, but it was, yeah, you, you have one guy in, a, in a, a small studio in Seattle doing everything by himself to, you know, a massive budget um, recording with a, a pretty renowned producer. Um and uh, before that, we had Rope off of Wasted Light. And I just realized I forgot to tell my full story about Dave Grohl and uh, when we saw him last. So what I was trying to, what I was attempting to to uh, recount was that he was hammered because um, the day of the, sh- well, actually the days leading up to the show, it was just pissing rain. And the place that we saw them is a place called Starplex Um here in Dallas and it's um it's an outdoor amphitheater that holds about 20,000 plus people give or take and um you know up until the day actually the day of the show was still raining like we I remember going and buying some like rain boots and like a like a raincoat because we were sitting on the lawn and I'm like that's fine if we get all wet but I'm not gonna like I need some boots and uh we get there and the rain miraculously stopped um, it, the grass was soaking wet, but it stopped raining, but there was a lightning storm in effect and they kept pushing off the show half an hour, half an hour, half an hour. So it was about an hour and a half or so a little over before they finally took the stage and Dave, they ripped through their first song and then he gets to the mic and he's like, I'm sorry, I've, I am hammered. I've just been, uh, I basically polished off a bottle of Jägermeister backstage waiting for this fucking lightning to stop. Uh, but they put on an amazing show. It was great. Uh, drizzled a little bit, but no lightning. Um, so now I'm going to play a little, um, and actually one more thing, because I, and I'm going to apologize. Uh, I am all over the place tonight. This is a hard show to do. Um, you know, being a drummer myself, like really, uh, really loved Taylor's style. And he was just such a great person. Um, and it's just, it's just a huge loss. Um, but uh, Rope is actually my favorite track that he plays on. I think that's like a great, like if somebody said, what is he, what kind of drummer is he? I, I would play them Rope. Um, and it's such a contrast to the way Dave plays, right? Dave's like a caveman kind of playing. Like, you know, everyone's like, well, he's one of the greatest rock and roll drummers. I'm like, well, yeah, he is, but he's not Taylor. And he knew that too. Like he, he there's even this last tour, he would sit off the side, off the side, of the stage and watch Taylor do his drum solo, you know, just grab a drink and just sit there with a big smile on his face. Cause he knew, um, he knew that Taylor was just a, a massive talent. Um, let's get into a little bit of the softer side of, of Foo Fighters. So I'm gonna play a track called razor off their live acoustic album called skin and bones. As I mentioned, I love, uh, Dave's melodic writing. I think that he, he's actually really, really talented. Um, they've, they've put out some, uh, they put out a record called in your honor, uh, right, which was like half rock, half acoustic. Um, and they, they've just always really, he's got a great knack for melody. He's a huge Beatles fan. You can totally tell. He and Kurt both were, which, you know, you, you can really hear it in, in the songwriting. But um, 
This is a track called um, called Razor. Enjoy. How you guys doing, you all right?
Say 
I really love that track. That uh, that was February Stars off of their sophomore record, The Color and the Shape. Um, before that, we heard a track called Still off of their double album, In Your Honor. And then um, kicking off our mellow uh, portion of the show uh, was a track called Razor from their live uh, acoustic album, Skin and Bones. Um so everybody has a favorite Foo Fighters record, right? Some people love the, their the debut. Some people really love more of like the you know one by one um, phase. My favorite album of theirs is "There's Nothing Left to Lose." Um, I have most of their stuff on vinyl. Uh, I really cherish this copy. Uh, it's like a remastered 180 gram vinyl, and it sounds it sounds delicious. It's a great it's a great album, but. What I love about it, I love the story behind it, right? Um, that they were, they had just come off of the color and the shape. Taylor Hawkins was a full fledged member of the band, uh, and Pat Smear quit, right? So Taylor joins, Pat quits, and um, they, uh, Dave Grohl buys a, uh, like a farmhouse uh, in Virginia, close to where he grew up. And they go and they record this really neat album with their buddy Adam Casper, who's a really great engineer. Um, and it's very loose. It's very warm. And, you know, it was just the three of them, Nate Mendel on bass, Taylor on drums, and Dave on guitar and vocals. And, you know, Taylor loved it so much. Uh, he loved the, the way the album turned out. And he was like, Dave, we should just, we don't need another guitar player. We don't need a second guitar player. Because at that point, they're like, well, we got to tour it and we're going to need to get a backup. Need some help, right? And that's where uh, Chris Shiflett uh, comes in, who I think he's... I think personally think that he's their secret weapon. Um, if you're a fan of the band, uh, you'll know what what Chris's style uh, kind of meant um, to how a lot of their great songs sounded. He's got a razor thin uh, sound that comes out of his guitar. I love it. Um, but uh, you know, Taylor's trying to convince Dave, like, dude. Like the police, right? Three pieces, a three-piece band. We can do it. Dave's like, no, 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 no. We 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 got to beef up, you know. Like Foo Fighters is about the guitars. Um. So, uh, I am gonna play probably my gosh. I'm actually playing uh, a couple songs off of. There's nothing left to lose tonight. Um, and this is the first one that I'm gonna play. And I wore this out when this record came out. This is um. This is Generator. You're listening to Black Shirt Mixtape live on Electromagnetic Radio. Left to break. Call it simple. 
you are listening to Black Shirt Mixtape live on Electromagnetic Radio. Uh, as a reminder, if you uh, want to listen to these shows again, uh, to my show or to any of the DJs uh, on the Electromagnetic roster, uh, you can always head over to our website, em-radio.com. At the bottom, there's a link uh, that you can click on for uh, Mixcloud, uh, and that has all of our shows. Um, you can also... Uh, check out my social media page. It's uh, actually Instagram is the best. It's at Hey Jesse and that's Hey with five Y's underscore Jesse. Um, and in my, there's a link in my bio to link tree uh, and you can catch all of these shows are housed um, after um, they're put up after I do them. Uh, so you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, uh, audible, Amazon music, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, so that was an extremely underrated track, uh, called arrows, uh, off of concrete and gold, uh, which was a great record. I loved it. This is the first collaboration that they did with Greg Kirsten. Um, if you don't know who Greg Kirsten is, Greg Kirsten is a, he's an amazing producer, but he started out in this really, uh, he, he, he's in this band called the bird and the bee. Um, and it's just a fantastic band. And, uh, uh, Dave was a fan of it. it they do kind of like gosh, I don't know. It's like pop and like Tropicalia and Bossa Nova. And I mean, it's just fantastic. Inara George is the lead singer. She's got a haunting voice. Um, and it's really just the two of them. And um, Dave fell in love with one of their tracks and bumped into Dave in Hawaii and was like, you should come produce our record. And he was like, no, dude, you're a rock band. I don't do that shit. And he's like, come on. And um, he did. And he managed to find another like level of loudness for them. Uh, that was a really cool record uh, to listen to for the first time um, because it was it was straight as an arrow. Um, it was it was kind of like wasting light, but a little bit more pristine, if you will. Butch Vig is very glossy. He's got a glossy sound, right? Nirvana, never mind, glossy, wasting light, glossy, garbage, right? That he that he uh, band that he's in, glossy production, but. That's Butch. People like it. Um, speaking of Butch, uh, why don't we go ahead and play um, I Love This Track. I love all these tracks, and I always feel like I say that, but it's true. Like, I put this show, you know, I, I, I do this show for you guys, and I play tracks that I love, so I'm like, I love this song. I love this song. Um, but this is um, uh, one of my favorite tracks uh, off of Wasting Light, and it's called Arlandria. Enjoy. Turn 
Awesome. That's so great. I love that. That was the um, Preservation Hall Jazz Band uh, and their reversion of Chasing Birds off of um, Medicine at Midnight. Uh, that actually was one of my favorite tracks uh, on on the record. Um, and I think it's just so cool, like what what, you know, Dave Grohl and the rest of the guys were doing, um, you know, with this record that they put out. Right. They, they actually sat on it and the, the pandemic hit. They were about to jump on the road. And uh, celebrate their 25th anniversary. This album was done, and obviously the pandemic put a, a halt to all of of the touring and whatnot. And they sat on the record for a year. But um, that was a great remix. And then, um, if if you want to hear another great one, uh, Mark Ronson, who uh, if you're a fan of the show, you know I love him. He did a fantastic uh, remix, a uh, reversion, as they're calling it, of "Making a Fire." It's uh, oh man, it's fantastic. Um, before that, we heard "Ain't It the Life." Uh, off of There's Nothing Left to Lose, uh, as I mentioned, my probably my favorite Foo Fighters record. And um, God, that song just, I don't know. I, I love listening to it. I, again, I love the production on it. It's so warm. And you just feel like you're in the room with the band, right? Very little uh, overdubs, messing around and whatnot. Just, um, just an unbelievable track. And then uh, prior to that, we heard another round off of uh, the double album, In Your Honor. Um, which I feel like the acoustic part of the double album is the better part. Um, but that's just me. So we're kind of flying through the show. All of a sudden I look down, I'm like, it's almost 1030 and I'm not halfway through the, the, um, the playlist, the, 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 the track listing yet. So hopefully we can, um, we can get through most of it, but um, we spent some time kind of chilling out and um, I think now it's time uh, for us to kind of kick things up again. So this is um, this is a track called La Di Da off of Concrete and Gold with backing vocals. Um, backing vocals by, why am I blanking? Oh my God, lead singer of the Kills. What is wrong with me? Allison. Oh my God, hold on. That's the worst when you can't remember. Allison Mosshart, what is wrong with me? Damn it. Um, so Allison Mosshart, you know, of The Kills, also of The Dead Weather, the band she has with Jack White. Um, and, uh, you know, she she did some backing vocals on this track 
Uh, it's called La Dida.
Listening to Black Shirt Mixtape live on the Electromagnetic Radio, and uh, we are winding down a an all Foo Fighters uh, episode tonight. Two hours of nothing but deep cuts, live tracks, remixes, paying tribute to the late Taylor Hawkins, uh, drummer for Foo Fighters, who um, unfortunately left us uh, about a month ago while they were on tour. And uh, you know, I, I I've 
I've been reading a lot about what happened. I, you know, they're not releasing a lot, which quite frankly, I, I don't really want to know. And and I, I got sucked into this really stupid thread on Reddit or somewhere uh, where people are like, well, we have a right to know. Like, we should know what happened. And I think that's the most asinine thing, like, that I've ever heard in my life. Like, we we don't, they don't owe us anything. Like, they gave us the music, and, and that's all they really owed us. They gave us so much more than that. Like, you know, Dave really gave such a glimpse into his life um, throughout the years, you know, over their, you know, 25-plus years as a band. And, no, dude, we don't owe you anything. We don't need to know. I don't want to know. I, I just, I'm I'm more concerned about, like, you know, I mean, the future of the band, which I'm not a betting man, but I would, I would, I would wager to say that they're probably done. I can't imagine Dave, like, I can't imagine the band getting like uh, a replacement drummer to go back and, you know, finish out their, their tour that they, that they um, canceled. Um, You know, Dave turning around and looking at the drum riser every night and, you know, Taylor's not there. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Uh, but I, I would be really surprised if they did that. Um, so we've been playing a lot of, um, a lot of stuff that Taylor's been drumming on, right? Uh, just a great rock drummer and just a great dude. I, you know, I also read that, um, you know, he would go, uh, he and Dave would go hang out at guitar center all the time. And, you know, Dave would be the, you know, Dave's, Dave's the clown, right? Dave's the class clown. He'd go behind the counter and ring people up and stuff. And, and Taylor would kind of sneak off into the drum section and go hang out with the kids and uh, the guy that uh, had posted this story online um, had worked at Guitar Center at the time, and he was going through, I guess, well, obviously, Taylor had a tab there, probably just had his credit card on file. And, you know, uh, anyway, the guy was going through something and noticed that there was a, a bunch of charges on there. And he brought his manager over because he was concerned that it was possibly fraud, right? Somebody at the store was charging stuff to Taylor's account. And the manager was just like, no, 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 dude. He, he, every time he comes here, he always buys stuff for the kids that are hanging out with him. I mean, that, that is just the most amazing thing. Like how, how many people, like how many kids started drumming because, because of Taylor? Like that's just the most, most amazing thing. And, um, just, just a big loss. Um, but we are celebrating, uh, Foo Fighters tonight. We're celebrating Taylor um i'm gonna play i'm gonna play a track called a320 um and this is off of the godzilla album godzilla the album the soundtrack for this god-awful late 90s remake of uh, godzilla with um matthew broderick it was awful so awful um i i have another podcast we haven't done an episode in a while but I, I have a pop culture podcast called tacos and turntables and we go around to local businesses in the dallas fort worth area and we record live we're a big proponent of of you know small business um and we also do a lot of stuff with alamo draft house and we would go and watch a movie and then post up in their bar slash restaurant afterwards and um and kind of dissect the movie it was really fun uh hopefully we'll be able to get back into it um here soon but uh we did go see the the remake again of god was was it godzilla versus king kong maybe that's what it was and um anyway we we were talking about all the you know the history of godzilla and all that and then i i played some questionable uh tracks off of um some of the soundtracks fucking awful but there is this gem of a song um 
that that Dave wrote while he was flying overseas. I think he was flying to Asia on an A320 plane. Uh, this is A320 by Foo Fighters. You're listening to Black Shirt Mixtape Live on Electromagnetic Radio. Enjoy.
So went way back there, right back to the debut. That was ecstatic um, off of Foo Fighters debut record. Um, thank you guys for uh, for joining me uh, this evening and and um, as we celebrate Taylor Hawkins and the Foo Fighters. Um, you know, sending all of our our thoughts uh, to the band and, and to Taylor's family and just a real just a real tragic uh, situation and um, a big loss. Uh, extremely big loss in the music community. Um, I think we're probably, what I'm just going to do is I'm going to sign off and I'm going to close out the show with my favorite, one of my favorite tracks off of There's Nothing Left to Lose. It's called Headwires. And then I'm going to go straight into, um, I'm going to close out with Taylor uh, singing Cold Day in the Sun um, live from uh, the acoustic uh, record uh, that they did. So thank you guys again for listening. Um, if you're so inclined, check me out on social media. You can actually find all my stuff on the electromagnetic website, em-radio.com. And remember, be kind to each other because it's free.
irregulares, piedras renales, piedras, eh, bueno.